A Handful of Stars by Cynthia Lord. Chapter 14. The day before the pageant, I took out my copy of our to-do list. 1. Cook the blueberry filling for the enchiladas. Lily. 2. Make tortillas. Selma. 3. Choose three bee houses to show off for the talent part of the pageant and practice what to say about them. Salma. 4. Pick up Salma's dress at Hannah's and let Salma borrow my white sandals. Lily. 5. Finish painting the last few bee houses so they'll dry in time for the festival. Lily. 6. Pack up everything for the festival. Lily. 7. Ask prepare to drive Salma to the Arts and Crafts Barn by 4 for hairstyling. Lily. 8. Be at the church at 6.30 for the pageant. Salma. 9. Cross fingers. Both. Making the blueberry filling ahead would save us time. Then I could just heat it up on festival day. As I cooked, the whole house smelled blue-licious, like it does when Mamere and I bake pies. When I was done, I set the huge pot of filling to cool on top of the microwave, the only place I was sure Lucky wouldn't reach it, and turned off the stove. Stay, I told Lucky as I headed for the door. But he whimpered and wrinkled his brow. Okay, come on. Lucky Lucky jumped around the kitchen with so much joy that I had trouble clipping his leash on. It would be smarter to leave him home, because the next thing on my to-do list was get Salma's dress. I wasn't sure how I would hold Lucky's leash and carry that heavy dress, but I'd just have to figure it out when I got there. As I led Lucky down the stairs, I saw Papere talking to Miguel. Mamere was over at the cash register ringing up a blueberry pie for a family of tourists. I'll be back in a half an hour, I called to her. I have to pick up Salma's dress for the pageant. We have schedules for the Down East Blueberry Festival in a pile under the bulletin board, Mamere said sweetly to the family. Then she looked at me. Call if you're going to stay a while. Be safe. Mamere can carry on several conversations, even in different tones, all at the same time. Why are you taking that dog with you? She asked. He'll get that dress all dirty. He's not going to wear it, I said. Wrong thing to say. Mamere's look was scalding. Pageant dresses are looked at very carefully by the judges. What if Lucky steps on it or makes you fall down carrying it? You can't just throw a dress like that in the washing machine. I huffed. How would she know? Sometimes understanding comes in little drops, and other times it rushes in like the tide, rolling everything over as it comes. Mamere must have helped Mama in the pageant. Had they gone shopping for a dress together? Did she help her get ready? Maybe that's why Mamere always took care of the store on festival days. I assumed it was because someone had to, but maybe it was just too hard. My chest felt heavy with words I wished I could say and questions I longed to ask, but Mamere was telling the tourists to have a nice day. As Lucky led the way outside, I wondered if Mamere had been proud of Mama winning the pageant. Mama must have answered her questions really well to win three years in a row. I wish I knew what they'd asked her. Even more, I wish I knew her answers." It hurt not knowing the big things, but it also aches not knowing the little ones. What was her favorite zoo animal? What famous person did she wish she could meet? It wouldn't even matter what her answers were. I'd just like to know. When I saw Dr. Katz in her garden, I pulled Lucky's leash back. Hello, Dr. Katz called. What a gorgeous day for a walk. Yes, I'm heading over to Hannah's to pick up a dress for the blueberry pageant. Dr. Katz put down her trowel and stood. Are you in the pageant? She asked, dusting the dirt off her jeans. No, my friend Salma is in the pageant, and Hannah's loaning her a dress. I'm going over to get it, I said, but I'll have a booth at the festival. I'm selling bee houses and blueberry enchiladas. Wow, that's wonderful. Dr. Katz came across her yard toward us. I'm glad you're selling your bee houses. I haven't had a chance to come to the store to buy some, but I'll be at the festival. I'm volunteering at the Humane Society's booth, giving free rabies shots. I'll stop by your booth when I get a chance. 
She reached her hand out so Lucky could sniff her. Let me look at those eyes. I waited, my heart beating hard, while she examined Lucky. How do they look? I clenched my teeth, bracing myself in case it was bad news. No worse, but no better. Really about the same. Phew, there was still time to save him. I'm hoping to make lots of money at the Blueberry Festival for his operation. She opened her mouth, but I held up my hand. I know, it might not work, but as Papere says, you never know what you can do until you try, right? She nodded. Yes, but please try to remember that it's a lot to put an old dog through surgery. Being blind is a lot to put him through, too, I said firmly, and this is his big chance. I'm going to do everything I can for him. Dr. Katz smiled. You're strong-willed like your mother, Tiger Lily. Strong-willed? I didn't think of myself that way, but Dr. Katz seemed sure. Do you know that you're the only person I let call me Tiger Lily, I told her, because you make it sound like it's a good thing. It is a good thing, Dr. Katz said. Tiger lilies are beautiful flowers, and it's a beautiful name. Your mom chose it. I think she'd like to hear it. I wanted to see my name as beautiful, like Mama and Dr. Katz saw it, a flower, not a weed. With most people, it's easier to be Lily, I said, but you can keep calling me Tiger Lily. She nodded. I'll see you at the festival, Tiger Lily. Stopping to see Dr. Katz meant I was a little late getting to Hannah's, but that was okay. I could just grab the dress and get back quickly. I still had things to do. I expected her mom to answer the door, but Hannah herself did. Hey, I thought you'd be fishing, I said. We came in early so mom could do the final fitting for my pageant dress. Lucky jumped around Hannah's kitchen, so happy to be with her that he knocked a magazine off the table with his wagging tail. I have Samma's dress ready. Hannah took a garment bag down from the pegs in the kitchen. I was relieved to see the blue sparkly dress was zipped up safely. I, it couldn't get dirty and it'd be easier to carry. Do you want to see my dress? Mom was just steaming it, Hannah said. This year I wanted to stand out by wearing a different color. A sparkly silver dress with a blue sash hung next to the refrigerator. Wow, it's so shimmery, I said, like a fish. Her smile dropped. A pretty fish, like a trout in the sun. Wrong thing to say. This was not going well. Or light sun sparkles on the ocean, I added quickly. I just hope I made the right choice to go with silver. Hannah ran her tongue over her bottom lip. Winning last year means people expect more from me this year. I wondered if Mama worried about that too. Did each year feel harder than the year before? How'd she keep going for three years in a row? So are you cheering for me tonight, tomorrow night? Hannah asked. Or for Salma? I was surprised to see worry in Hannah's eyes. At first, I didn't know how to answer it. Both of my friends wanted to win. But then it surprised me how clearly the answer came. Salma needs to win more, I said. Hannah looked away from me. Okay, I'll see you then. Walking home, Lucky pulled on his leash, wanting to hurry. I had so much left to do, but I couldn't make my feet go faster. Hannah and I had been two peas in a pod for a long time, but she had left that pod first. Now I had two. That night, I sat down at my painting table and picked up the last two blank bee houses. I stenciled maple leaves in autumn colors on the first one. Then I picked up the blueberries and bees stencils, and I paused. I wanted these houses to sell. This didn't seem like a good time to try something new. I still didn't want to waste a bee house with an artistic mistake, but I put down the stencil anyway. The front of the bee house wasn't any bigger than usual, but somehow it felt huge. I didn't even know what color to start with. Salma wouldn't worry about that. She'd just pick up any color and begin. So I chose orange. 
I painted six wide, long petals fanning out from the center like a sunburst. I added a spattering of tiny black dots. Staring at it, I saw something that I'd never noticed before. Those orange petals made a six-pointed star on a flower that grows where it wants, a flower that doesn't know it's a weed. I painted more orange star flowers covering the whole front of the bee house. It wasn't perfect or neat, not one tiny bit ordinary. Then I picked up my littlest brush and painted my name in teeny letters down at the bottom, Tiger Lily.